Well, hello, hello, good morning, everybody. Hey, we're back. <laughs> we are indeed. Wealth Coffee Chats back on uh, back on the socials. Great to see everyone. Good to see a few of you here. Give us a shout out in the chat. Where are you? What are you doing? How's things been? It's been uh, it's been great to have a break. Hopefully, you had an awesome break. But uh, it is that time of the year when most of us are back at it, aren't we? Back at work, back at school, back at whatever we're back at. Anyway, good to uh, good to be back at the Wealth Coffee Chats. Plenty going on, plenty going on, plenty of things to uh, understand and consider for 2023. Folks, team, great to see you here. Jason Whitten, if you didn't already know, I think it's, uh, I think their little overlay was there a moment ago. But if you're new, say hello. We've been doing this for a while. I think this is our, this could be our fourth year, fourth year in Wealth Coffee Chats. Oh, someone's in uh, in Newcastle. Kevin's all the way from Florida. Kevin, good to see you. Aaron, great to see you. And uh, a few people in the Facebook group. If you're new, I know uh, the last couple of months we've had a fair few people join our mentoring and coaching program. So big hello to you. And um, uh, Prakash is down in Canberra. Prakash, good to see you, mate. Thanks for joining. Uh, just for those who are new or might not know what this thing is all about, each morning we get together, do a little bit of 15 to 20-minute wealth coffee chat, cup of coffee, just to sort of get um, a handle on what's going on. You know, things change quickly. Uh, well, I don't know. Do things change quickly? Things seem to change quickly, but sometimes they change and they stay the same. But uh, what we do is we get together each morning as part of our connection, our uh, our support system here at Positive to see if we can make sense of the things that are going on. Plenty going on this year. It will be anyway, I'm quite sure. We all need to sort of make a bit of sense of that. Hey, Trina, good to see you all the way from the Barossa. Good old Barossa. Is it hot down there? Gee, I tell you what, it's been a bit... Been a bit uh, sweaty and cooking over the last few weeks, but it's been nice to have the pool and all those sorts of things. But uh, like I said, we're back at it today. Hey, listen, what's on your mind? Put it in the chat for me. Anything that uh, that uh, you think, hey, what about this for 2023? Because I think this is going to be quite an interesting year. The big, what's the big thing on everyone's mind right now? What's the big thing everyone's kind of sitting there going, mm, okay, the big uncertainty, the big unclear right now for property investors. Put it in the chat for me. What is it? What's the thing that we're all like, holy, well, you know, probably for some sitting on our hands going, I'll just I'll just sit this out, I'll wait this out. Um, for me, I don't think uh, we should be waiting things out when it comes to these things. But what's the big thing right now? Put it in the chat for me. One word. What's the big concern for most people? Because there's plenty going on, there will be. Yep, interest rates. There we go. It's the big one. It's the big one for this year, um, and uh, you know, it's the one that will, the one that will give most people the most uncertainty. Um, when will interest rates? Yeah, yeah. Jeff, good to see you, mate. Hey, great to see you the other week up there in Brisbane. Thanks for popping along. Um, yep, Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin back in at 
Deb, morning to you, all the way from Newcastle as well. The big question on everyone's lips is when will these interest rates ease up? Well, I mean, by the end of this year, we will we will see. And it'll be interesting, the next couple of days, we'll, we'll see what happens with the RBA. But in the meantime, that's kind of the, hey, over here, over here, what's going on, what's going on when it comes to the cost of our money. And that's certainly something we need to manage and we don't want to be caught, you know, in a high interest rate um, issue that might put us under stress or pressure. We've talked about that a few times. But what are the big things this year that are, you know, I think uh, on top of or as well as interest rates we need to be aware of and, and understand? So I thought I'd sort of talk about those today um, and uh, maybe kick off the old wealth coffee chest, make sure we're rocking and rolling. But uh, let's jump over. My iPad, so I thought I'd hooked it all up. I thought I'd done it all, folks. But anyway, let's just see what, um, get the old technicals going. I thought I'd all sorted it out before we got. But listen, a few things going on. Let's have a look at what is happening right now. The the big thing on everyone's mind, RBA, with the rates and the rate cycles. What's happening? Well, we've had probably the sharpest rate increases we have seen um, in a long, long time. However, if you have a look at the rate increases over the last, I don't know, whatever it is, since uh, 1994, what's that, 30 years? Is that 30 years? Close enough, anyway, 30 years. You know, each time we've had rate increases, we've literally found a bit of a ceiling. So for many of those that I sort of listen to when it comes to the world of, you know, economics and understanding, the rate hikes should be, at this point in time, easing. At the end of last year, they started to slow down from a half a percent to 2.5% and so on. We shall see in the next few days, next week, what the RBA does when it comes to the next cycle of rate rises. The common understanding right now, folks, for us as property investors, most likely, most likely one to two more 2.5.0.25% increases one or two, uh, and then we should be done. That That's the common understanding. That's the thought. Still, in in context, the interest rates, you know, while more expensive than they were two years ago, are still not that expensive when it comes to the world of household payments, the debt payments. Listen, we've been in other places before, other times before where the debt, as a percentage of our incomes, of our disposable incomes, has been plenty higher. This idea, this talk about, you know, uh, fixed rates coming off and it's a disaster, it's bullshit, so don't get caught up in it. Yes, it's going to be expensive for some. For most Australians, we've we've got more money in savings than we've ever had before. We've got more equity in our properties than we've ever had before. Um, And our rents, if you are an investor, have gone up faster and more than we've ever had before. Right, some people might not be ready. Some people may have not listened to Wealth Coffee Chats and not organised themselves properly. Um, but by and large, most Aussies are going to be reasonably okay when it comes to higher interest rates and the cost of those payments. So don't stress too much about that one. Let's go to this last part. Now, what happens around the world is different economies tighten their cycles, different interest rate cycles, and the idea that Australia tracks with 
uh, US. The US is dialing back their interest rate rises, the cost of their money. Uh, And again, that's another indicator that Australia will flatten out at the same time or not too far behind, folks. So last but not least, here's the process, here's the thought, here's the idea. This is where we are today uh, in Jan. And, uh, you know, this is where we could expect. Now, if you go back and have a look at Wealth Coffee Chats last year, right at the beginning of the interest rate rises, we had a bit of a look, um, you know, about where we think we thought this thing would land, and it's not it's not me. I'm not that smart. I just observe very smart people, aggregate a number of their opinions, and then apply it to what we get up to, which is the world of property investing. And uh, at that point in time, if you remember, we did say, you know, hey, listen, it's going to be 3.5 um, cash rate at some point in the future. That was the idea. That was the thought. That was the prediction. And that's still on track for that. So that's where we sit. That's where we are. Not too much more, folks. Uh, and many, and many, 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 uh, I know uh, many of our clients, many of you guys have already got on the phone to your banks and your lenders and said, hey, give me a discount. Give me a reduction in the cost of my interest. So if you haven't done that already, make sure you do, okay? Make sure you get onto it, folks. Make sure you get onto it when it comes to your interest um, costs because at the end of the day, it is our biggest expense and it's one we've got to manage. Last but not least, well, it's not last yet because I've got a few things to cover. In the positive, this is the one we're watching. Say, hey, interest rates, where are they going to end up? And what does that do? What does that affect the marketplace? So far, so far, the adjustment in me or adjustment in selling prices, not adjustment in values, just so everyone knows, doesn't mean your property's gone down in value. All right. This is the misunderstanding about what happens in the marketplace when um, a person who has to sell sells for a little bit less and you don't have to sell and you think, oh, my properties have gone down in value. Yes, some of the valuers do take that into consideration, but many, many places, even if certain properties are sold for a bit less, the other market, surrounding market, is still holding ground. Matter of fact, I'm going to show you in a minute, we are actually still setting record, record, record prices for certain types of property. Actually, put this in the chat for me there while I'm rabbiting on. What types of properties, what end of the market, there's there's a little chart here, which is pretty interesting, bottom end of the market, middle of the market, or top end of the market. Now, the top end of the market, according to data, has adjusted close to 10% median selling prices. Um, which end of the market, is it the bottom, is it the top, is it the middle, has set record prices uh, in the last few months? Put that in the chat for me. What do you reckon? Is it the bottom, the middle, or the top? And I'll answer it in just a moment. Which of this market segment has set record prices or there's record prices in this market segment? Anyway, top end of the market, gotten a bit soft. What happens? Interest rates go up. Someone paying or buying you know, many millions of dollars for a property, if they have a mortgage on that property, certainly, certainly uh, costs a bit more. That's what you would think, right? 
Middle of the market, not so much affected so far. Um, and uh, that's uh, around about the 5% adjustment. Morning, Brendan. Uh, and the bottom of the market, what happens is when people, when when investors or property buyers can't afford that next level up, it pushes them down into other price points and the bottom of the market um, ha- is holding its own little, right? So not massive when it comes to these adjustments, you know, this talk of 25 and 30%, what absolute rubbish. Um, so let's keep an eye on that. But which part of the market has... Um, has done some pretty interesting things. Well, it's the top end of the market, team. The top end of the market. The the wealthy buyers, you know, Noosa, Brisbane, uh, Penthouse record, uh, Noosa record. Where's this other one here? We've got um, uh, Sydney record, uh, a Tassie record. Um, listen, buyers in the market who are, you know, financially able and viable in that top end of the market are paying record prices because there's not great supply of these good quality properties. Well, the quality that they want. So for me and you, when it comes to interest rates in this next, you know, five to 10 years, cheap money will not be the driver of our value of our wealth. What's the number one driver? There's probably two drivers here, but the number one driver when it comes to capital growth, ladies and gents, folks, um, and there's some subheadings of this number one driver. What's the number one driver? Well, my prediction, the number one driver over the next five to 10 years, medium to long term, not short term, medium to long term, your property capital growth. Capital growth, what's going to drive capital growth in this next property cycle, ladies and gents. Now we've got a supply issue, so um, you know that will um, that will certainly underpin it. We've got some um, a rent boom going on. Yes, that'll underpin it. But what type of property? What property will be the winner? Anyway, it's a cryptic question. What do you think? What do you think? Is it cheap and cheerful? It's in the middle of nowhere, um, or is it something else? Maybe. You guys might know. Put it in the chat if you do. Records everywhere. The cliff is coming. <laughs> yeah, it's always coming. <laughs> Isn't it, Brendan? Blue chip. Dead right. Whoever said blue chip. Blue chip, uh, in Sam's word, flight to quality. The flight to quality properties, especially the well-priced ones, the, 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 the middle of the market properties, will be the ones that uh, will, will benefit most into the future because – the flight to quality, when money's expensive, people consider that they'll only pay more than they want to because it's something nice. It's good, right? When cheap money, uh, when cheap money's there, people pay more than they should. So record prices going on. Yeah, there's talk about cliffs everywhere. Um, you know, worst returns in 14 years for super funds. That always pushes them back into real estate. Over the next 10 years, folks, the next 10 years, check this out. Four million Aussies, four million Australians are going to enter the retirement phase. Retirement phase. So we've got some things here. Like, listen, cruddy super returns, bad super returns, worst for 14 years. Over the next 10 years, four million Australians entering the retirement phase in Australia. So that's going to be interesting. That's why I think these flight to quality 
You know, that's why penthouses are setting records. That's why this downsizer, high-quality, flight-to-quality real estate, you know, someone who's been in a house for 30 or 40 years with a family now sells it, two, three, four, five million dollars Melbourne, five, ten million dollars and they're moving to Queensland or Noosa paying, you know, millions for something nice to live in. Hmm, interesting times, right? What might that look like? Okay, what's that? What's going to happen there? Um, and a few other things that are in the works. Um, unfortunately, our financial literacy has gone backwards in the last, um, you know, five or six years. Uh, I, I was trying to get this article as well. Like people getting financial planning advice, 100,000 less Australians got financial planning advice in the last three years because of that APRA, uh, that APRA investigation as well. APRA, they're a bloody bunch of maniacs. Anyway, uh, new laws, all apartments have to have electrical charging, right? What's that going to do to the value of old apartments that need to be retrofitted with this sort of stuff, right? Okay. Uh, and here's another two things that I think is going to be pretty interesting, right? Uh, the university boom, uh, India now um, is one-third of all international uh, students. They're, I just read this article yesterday. Um, the Chinese government said to any of their students that are still in the country that haven't returned back to, um, let's say, you know, Australia, England, Canada, uh, the United States for their uni, hey, listen, if you don't get, out, get like, leave the country, get back to study, and you have to do it in in person, face to face. Doesn't count. We're not going to count it. You can't stay in China and do uni uh, online. I don't know. Anyway, seems weird, but you know what's happening? Tens of thousands of students are going to arrive in the next month in Australia. What's going to happen to already already record low record low uh, rentals, folks? All right. And there's a few things there. And then one last thing. I think I had it. No, nope, I didn't do it. Rents, ladies and gents. Rents, rents, rents. So much happening when it comes to the rents and our income. So there you go. What's the point of this morning's chat? The point of this morning's chat is there's going to be a lot to talk about in 2023. Certainly, the big takeaways for me will be we already know where the interest rates are going to arrive at. It's going to take some time, probably three to six months to get there. Now, would you sit around? If you're in acquisition phase, would you sit around and wait forever? The answer is no. You should get on with it. It's going to give you some good buying opportunity in the next little bit. The rents are good. Plenty of market forces going in the right direction. We have record undersupplies everywhere. Still in good shape. Don't let the media sway you from this rubbish of, you know, property price cliffs and fixed interest rates going to destroy the world and whatever. They're just selling clicks. Unfortunately, they don't really um, care about the impact of that information. So there you go. Anyway, there it is, folks. We're back. Wealth Coffee Chat's back every day, Monday to Friday, 10 past 8. Spread the word. Let everyone know. We're going to dive into plenty of things this year. I'm actually going to get a few guests along each morning as well, each other morning. We'll spice this thing up, make sure that everything's uh, that everything's pretty good when it comes to the world of 
property investing and we stay on track as investors. Anyway, thanks for joining me this morning. Awesome to see all of you. Join me again tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Make sure you subscribe and press the um, yeah, more records everywhere. <laughs> oh, and we didn't even mention the record immigration, Brendan, did we? You know, the, the new uh, population explosion coming into Australia. Anyway, there's plenty on the cards, folks, plenty on the cards. I'm excited about this year. I've had a good break and uh, I'm excited about hanging out with you guys in the morning and, uh, you know, Wealth Coffee chatting. There you go. Done and dusted. Cheers, folks. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Mark. Good to see all of you guys. Deb, Jeff, Trina, Prakash, Kevin, Aaron. If you're still there, thanks for joining. Join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee chat, folks. See you later. Bye-bye.